0: How I learned to read. When my sister and I were told that our father was going to take us away from Sikote to join a boarding school in Luak, I was excited. In my young mind, children who went to boarding school seemed like responsible adults because of the shopping lists they made and the way that they got to pack their own suitcases with new clothes. I used to marvel at the way my brother, aunt and friends bundled up huge tins of House of Manji biscuits, bottles of treetop juice and lots of roasted groundnuts to take to boarding school. I thought that if I went there, I would get the chance to change from the bland diet at home to one of comfort food which I could eat at any time I was hungry. I pleaded with my parents to let me go to boarding school from the time I was six years old in standard one. The more my parents refused to let me go to boarding school, the more I longed for it with a yearning over thirsty, dark water to drink. And now, when I was in standard two, my dream was about to come true. Papa, will we be boarders? I asked. Yes, he replied. Will Tom and Mary be there? Who? Tom and Mary, the ones in our English textbook. They are Mr. and Mrs. Kamau's children. Yes, Tom and Mary will be there. My father bought us Mabati boxes or boxes made out of metal that were common in boarding schools in Kenya and Uganda. He bought them for us so that my sister and I would start packing our belongings for boarding school. He then bought us keys and padlocks to lock our boxes. We kept locking and unlocking our boxes with the fascination of a toddler that had just learned the basic concepts of open and closed. We wore our keys as necklaces and then moved around to show off to whoever cared to see. The new school turned out to be a girl's school. This meant that Tom Kamau was not there. His sister Mary was not there either. It was an organized Catholic school called Luak Girls Primary School near Kisumu. The school catered for both day and boarding pupils. My sister and I were day scholars. All the children in that school spoke Doluo. I began wishing for a Doluo name so that I might fit in. Ugandans called a Nyango or a Tieno. Can't I be called a Nyango? I remember asking an aunt that stayed with us. We lived with many aunts and they were from my father's village in Bugisu. In the second school term an aunt cut off all my hair until I was a kiparangoto which was what we used to call clean shaven heads. My dad, on seeing how she did not leave a single strand of hair standing, said to her, "Eh, When I told you to cut off her hair, I didn't mean you should cut off all of it. Now she she looks like a boy. I skipped school for weeks until my hair grew at least an inch. It was during that time at home that I learned how to read. It was from the English te- textbook called hello children at first I used to just flip through the pages and say the words as I remembered them from class this is Tom he is speaking to us he is saying hello children this is Mary she is speaking to us she is saying hello children too then one day As I was stretched out on the floor at home, flipping over the pages of this book, I decided to continue to the other pages that I did not cram. My light bulb moment came when I read Mary's words. The words were in Kiswahili, even though it was in an English textbook. The words were, "Joe, Harper, come here. She was saying this to a dog. It was at that point that I began seeing that When one tore a written word into its individual sounds and then mixed the individual sounds of letters to make words, one could read. One Saturday night, my father took us to a disco organized by the students in Lock Girls High School at their main hall. I remember watching the girls dancing to I love you, baby touch me from Tabule's song Maze. This was in 1982, the same year that this song became popular in Kenya after the attempted coup when the military officers who took over the Kenya Broadcasting Company for a short time forced Leonard Mambo Botella, then a radio presenter at the station, to play it over and over again. When my hair began to grow back, I returned to school. Now that I could read, English became my favorite subject. My teacher was so impressed with my reading skills that she gave me a sticker of a saint which I kept among my cherished items for many years. I learned how to recite my first poem during her classes. It was a simple poem about planting trees. My mother and aunt were quite amazed when I recited it for them during the holiday. My aunt recorded me reciting that poem and singing some of the songs that I learned in work, such as one particular one that was a South African lullaby.
1: Tula 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 ma ma, ma ma, ma, mama tula Tula mama tula Tula mama tula 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 mama tula Tula mama tula Tula mama tula Sometimes Sambeka ya wasuke waka Wati watii my babu tula 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 mama tula tula mama
0: tula tula mama tula my aunt. Wanted to listen to my recordings with her friends at Macario University where she studied. That was the first time I realized what I sounded like over a recording and I liked it. Soon after that, I developed a bad habit of recording myself on my mother's cassette tapes whenever I was home alone with my sister. At some point, I spoiled her radio cassette player when I forgot to switch it off after using it. It was also around this time that I developed a tendency to scribble on our bedroom wall that was bare and seemed inviting to a pencil. I do not know how many times my mother scolded me over that and how many times she and my aunt had to wash it off. I also loved scribbling on any blank pages of Kasuku exercise books whether they were mine or not. Then, from the time I was eight, I loved writing and receiving letters. I once wrote letters to my friends, but they did not reply. I remember feeling hurt by that and my aunt trying to console me. You shouldn't be mad at your friends for not replying to your letters. Some children of your age may not know how to write a letter. So she asked me to write letters to her friends one was in form two in the high school where my aunt went for her a level and the other one was at university when i was nine an uncle was added to my list of people to correspond with until i was 13. although i excelled in english i did not fare well in mathematics and other subjects and so i was among the last in class I remember thinking that I was second in class because I saw the number 2 on my report form. The same thing happened to my younger sister who was in standard 1. My sister and I thought that she was the first in class because her report form showed the number 1. When we went back to stay with my mother during the holiday. She was so horrified at our poor performance at school and how malnourished we were that in third term she decided we would not go back to work. We were underfed because we used to refuse to eat proper meals when we were living with my father in work. We ate chapati, Indian flatbread made with wheat flour, French fries and simuma, gishu delicacy made from fermented milk millet Unlike my mother who was strict my father indulged us whenever he went to Kisumu for shopping we insisted on going with him I remember him taking us to a nice restaurant in Kisumu called Wimpies where, where we took milkshake for breakfast after which we made him buy us some dolls and other toys to play with. I looked so undernourished that one day, as I was walking with my aunt around security Technology, where we were visiting a friend, a stranger stopped to ask if I was suffering from kwashiorkor. Hearing these words, hearing those words sent me into a panic because I knew it was a condition suffered by children who did not eat enough proteins. The first time I heard about Kwasho was in nursery school when we used to sing a Kisraeli song about it. Mama nipe maya hii, ni mechoka na uji, ni Mexiki anja asiku shiba. Kila siku ugali, nakabichi nye upe, Lazi matu na kwashako. Mother give me an egg. I'm tired of porridge. I've been hungry. I didn't get full. Ugali and white cabbage every day. We will surely get kwashoko. We went back to Sikuti Friends Primary School, which was the school that we used to go to before my father took us to work. My sister was taken to kindergarten because my parents realized that at the age of five she was not ready to be in standard one. I remained at standard two, where I was the best during reading lessons and among the worst in mathematics. However, in general, I was an average student.